This episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by GoToMeeting.com and DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. Check it out, see what I've done for others, see what we can do for you at DrawYouAPicture.com. Also brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Use the code PODNAME121 to get your next domain for $7.49. Or save 10% on other services with code BLUE121. That's BLU121. I've got news that'll move you and shake you. I got news for you, baby. Sir, I have news for you. Sir, I have news for you. Sir, I have news for you. And invite you to do the same. How you doing, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening, episode 104, brought to you the week of Sunday, believe it or not, April, uh, what is it, the 12th. And uh, this is going to be a little bit of a different show. For the next two shows, we're going to bring you uh, the best of Nobody's Listening podcast from years past. My goal is for episode 104 and 105 to become known as the shows that you introduce your friends to Nobody's Listening with. And so we're going to go through and pick out the best and the funniest and the greatest uh, clips. Uh, But before we do that, I want to thank you for sharing this with your friends. I'm going to assume you did. I'm going to talk to them for a minute. So I'm going to ignore you. Uh, Hi, I'm James. And uh, Nobody's Listening has always been a show from the very beginning where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. And it's clean and it's fun and we work hard. And uh, we work hard to create community and to create fun for our listeners. And uh, I hope that we've done that. I hope you'll enjoy this time. Uh, Before we get started, though, I do have a couple of business pieces to take care of because Nobody's Listening is brought to you by DrawYouAPicture.com and GoToMeeting. The old way to do business meetings is over the phone or in person, but the new better way is to meet clients and colleagues online with GoToMeeting. GoToMeeting is like meeting in person, but less time-consuming and less expensive. Start meetings with just a click. Everyone sees your computer desktop on their computer screen, so they can follow along with you as you move from page to page. Use GoToMeeting for sales presentations, product demos, or training sessions. Even collaborate on documents by sharing screens in real time. I've used GoToMeeting, and it is great, so you could try it yourself free for 30 days, but you must visit GoToMeeting.com slash podcast. That's right, GoToMeeting.com slash podcast for a free 30-day trial. Thank you, GoToMeeting. This podcast is also brought to you by the generous uh, support of our listeners. Uh, Carrillo, thank you so much. Dean, King Yoon, Ivan Wong, Roman Willer, and the Doc Collin, who says, go check out I'dQuoteThat.com. Myself and the LBB from 103, the professor, have a podcast called I'd Quote That. It's a show where we look at the memorable lines from movies and TV that we use in our everyday lives. Love your shows. Thanks. So you guys check out I'dQuoteThat.com. Thanks to him and all our sponsors. You can support Nobody's Listening by go to NLCast.com. Click on Sponsor a Show. It's only five bucks. Peace. Featured Story. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get right into it with episode one of Nobody's Listening. First ever weekly update. Seems like it was just yesterday. This is uh, when I kicked a guy in the leg. I was in Target. You were there. Yeah, I was there. Um, And all of a sudden, this guy comes up by me. He's like, hey, James. 
and I turn around and it's it's Dennis. He's one of our uh, he's a guy I work with and uh, at, at my church and uh, and so I'm like immediately wanting to introduce him because my my family's all around my sister in law our sister and brother in law my wife and all these and my brother and so I'm like hey guys have you met Dennis you know and so we're, they're doing introductions well the thing is and David knows this now but may not have known it at the time is Dennis only has one leg. Yeah, he from, got, from the knee down. He was in a hot. He was in a motorcycle, motorcycle accident. accident seven years lost ago, his like leg from the knee down. Wears a prosthetic, and he's really cool about it. And so I was wanting to show this off a little bit. So I start checking his legs. <laughs> I was wondering I start, what James was doing because he was tapping start, Dennis's right leg. I start kicking his both legs um, with my with my foot, and I found the one. You know, I couldn't remember which one it was, but I found one that was really hard. So I st- I start kicking it over and over and over again, so that the the point was so that the family would go, "What the heck are you doing? Why are you kicking this man's leg?" Well, dude, <laughs> we're we're going about fifteen seconds into this, and finally he turns to me. He, he just says, pauses the conversation with everybody. Says, James, that's my real leg, dude. <laughs> All serious. It wasn't funny. James, you're kicking the wrong leg. It was horrible. <laughs> and I was immediately feeling so stupid because it's like, he's like, I was going to try to fake you out and, and not do anything. He says, but it's uh, it started really hurting because you kept kicking <laughs> in the same spot. So, yeah, I was just like horrified. I hate getting in trouble. I hate doing stupid stuff. Yeah, and, it was pretty embarrassing because you were trying to show it off. Like, I have a friend with half a leg and I'm kicking but, the, the but right leg. the thing leg. is, here at work, everybody makes fun of him. I mean, because he's really cool about it, but I never do. And the one time I decide to to break my own rules, you mess up. I kick the wrong leg. <laughs> then, of course, there is the story from episode one that uh, we call it Hallelujah. And for some people, it's their favorite story. Our favorite story is we call it Hallelujah. When James first moved to Kansas City, we, he needed some help doing some stuff around the house, so we were in the bathroom uh, tearing a uh, door trimming out and all this stuff. And, um, well, let me, let me tell you that what, what was going on. I had just recently gotten back from a missions trip to Mexico and I had, oh, met, yes, I, I had met several people, including a, a Mexican pastor that, that obviously spoke nothing but Spanish, very, very limited English and had a Spanish speaking congregation. And I had the opportunity to go and, and just help them out, help them build their church and stuff. But I was telling David how people in, in Mexico don't pronounce uh, the J's in their words, like Juan, instead of like, you know, somebody ignorant would say John, you know, mm-hmm. uh, except this pastor. And I don't know if it's all, uh, Sp- if it's just a Spanish culture, Christian, you know, people that go to church would say this, but when he would say the word hallelujah, he would pronounce the J. I don't know how hallelujah is spelled, but it's something like J A H at the end. So instead of hallelujah, this pastor would say hallelujah. Yes, yeah, so so James, you know, informed me of all this, and we're sitting there tearing the door trimming off, and he's like, "David, told me the whole story." He's like, and he's saying, "Hallelujah," and then he keeps going, "Hallelujah," and, going. and he gets and he gets louder and louder, "Hallelujah," and the thing is, baby, baby, I start laughing my butt off. So I'm singing just like that. Yeah. So I get up and I'm walking down the hallway, and laughing. I'm still singing. In the background. Hallelujah. So so go ahead and do like a very low hallelujah, and I'll keep telling the story. So he's singing in the background. I'm walking down. You can hear it in the background. And then I'm walking past the front door, and this guy pokes his head into the door. It was the pest control guy. So I'm trying to stop laughing and talk to this guy, and James is doing this in the background. And I'm trying to figure out what do I say. I can't stop laughing to tell the guy what's going on. So I'm like, come in. Follow me in. He's like, are you sure? I was like, yeah. Okay. And this is where I have to take over because I'm standing on the sink in the bathroom fixing the bathroom. And I'm singing at the top of my lungs. Suddenly my brother appears in the doorway, red face, tears streaming down his face, laughing at anything. So I'm like, man, I'm really funny. I'm making this dude <laughs> and he laugh. Gets so I just go, hallelujah! Yeah. <laughs> and that's when he steps to the side and the freaking pest, pest control, control guy. man with the weirdest look on his face steps in the room. And I'm just going, hallelujah! He's like, oh, yeah, I forgot you were supposed to come today. I just said, dude, I'm stupid. <laughs> That's all I was say. And David is so stupid and laughing. So now if you ever hear us say hallelujah, you'll know why. 
Um, episode two featured um, our most downloaded story and episode of all time, uh, the cell phone flashlight. David and I decided to tell the story uh, that happened one time. He used to live with us back before he went off to Phoenix. Uh, he came out for a while before he went off, and uh, he was working as a valet. Yeah, I, I worked from 6 p.m. to 5 o'clock in the morning. And sometimes it was sooner. Sometimes yeah. it was more like 3 or 4, but I would get in the habit of waiting up for him and hanging out with him. And uh, <laughs> so so anyway, this week I get home. And I, uh, I'm because everybody's asleep. You know, my room is right next to their room, so I was like t- tiptoeing into my room. And I no, 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 you got to start from the beginning, okay? Because you came in here. and the the room, the house was oh, dark. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. House was completely dark. He goes straight into the bathroom at the top of the stairs from the from the front uh, door, and I immediately think I'm going to scare the living crap out of this guy. So I went and I. Uh, you were sitting on the couch, weren't you? I was sitting on the couch, I didn't but he see didn't him. see me. He went into the bathroom. And so I stood inside the the living room right where he would see me in the moonlight mm-hmm. so that when he saw me – oh, and then I grabbed a black T-shirt and I wrapped it around my face so that I could see through it. But I, he would just see a black – uh, a black-faced freak, you know, standing in the moonlight. But then it re- I realized about halfway into waiting for him that he would be coming out of a lit bathroom into a dark room. He would no, not be able to see anything. anything. And sure enough, he opens the door, immediately takes a left turn down the hallway uh, opposite of me, turns his back to me and begins to walk down. Well, he didn't see me. He wouldn't even have saw me well, if the lights had been it, on. The thing is, I had my cell phone out looking That's down right. the ground. He was using his cell phone. He turned off the, the light. He didn't want to wake anybody up in the house. He's using Using his cell phone as a flashlight, looking at the ground. Well, I know this because I come up behind him in the hallway, and I'm going to scare him. But I can't go down to the end of the hallway because my wife is sleeping <laughs> in the next him. room, and she would kill me. <laughs> so he goes into his room with a little flashlight, and then he turns around. Well, I just decide to stay in there. I'm bare, I'm barefoot, bare legs, got a pair of black shorts, a black shirt, and this black shirt around my face. All I can tell you is I see this cell phone square coming down the hallway, looking, you know, pointed at the ground, kind of just looking back and forth, back and forth. Dunna. All of a sudden, the cell phone light like, stops. Dunna. And I hear, Dunna. hold on, David. I hear, I'm just going to tell you this in pieces. Dunna. I hear him go, <laughs> and while he makes that noise, if you could imagine a cell phone moving back and forth, and that's all you can first see. of all, just a little bit, like it's like a triangle upside down, and then it goes up my legs and up my waist <laughs> and up to the top, and it gets broader and broader and broader. <laughs> and then he so tell tell them now your perspective of that event right there. Yes, yeah, so I I turned around, I went in the room, turned back around. I didn't even have the light on in the room, and so I came. <laughs> out the hallway and then once my beam of light hit the feet of this man that just broke into our house I am sitting there I'm like holy god this is it Jen sleeping Jen, how can I yell and one not get in trouble but then get him somebody, get, call 911 or something I don't care if they hit but just call 911 so I go up his legs and shake I'm like ah! and I start flipping out and I go look at I get to the head of this man his arms are pressed against the side of the hallway so I can't get out either way He's a big man. I'm like, oh, he's all dressed hey. in black. Oh, I'm sorry. And uh, so, so he has this this oh. shirt over his face. It looks like he's a ninja. I'm like, a ninja man just broke into our house and is about to kill me with a cell phone in my hand. Oh my gosh! And, and then once I saw his face, it took two seconds later of, with the because I, I ripped knew it was, it, I ripped off yeah. the mask cause because because my first words out of my out. mouth was shut, shut up, up, shut up, gin sleeping. If you're gonna die, do so quietly. <laughs> That was a hard. Oh my one. god! But that cell phone just starting little little one inch. Oh yeah, shakes, it was like shaking, and then it goes up and it's like three feet by the time it gets <laughs> to my head. I was trying to get the full picture. What's my escape plan? <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible, guys. It was horrible. <laughs> oh, if you'd only been there. <laughs> <laughs> it never gets old here in that story. Oh, man. Okay, episode three uh, was another scary story revolving around scaring the mess out of these three guys in our basement. I'd also like to add this is probably the first GOK moment, I think, Gospel of Kennison moment, where we learn that you have to lie like the devil lies if you want to tell a good story. It all revolves around telling this story to a group of teenagers who stayed the night in my basement, okay? Um, but it all started in truth last week we told you the best way to tell a lie 
is to wrap it and start it in truth. Yeah. So here's the truth. And then I like the devil. <laughs> exactly. I when I first that. moved into my house, I went in the basement and I opened a pair of French doors into where the uh, the water heater and stuff yeah. are. And something swished past my head and landed on the floor next to me. I looked down and I swear to you, there was a three foot metal cross that fell out of the okay, unfinished was, ceiling. Was it, our Savior, Lord Jesus Christ, on the no, cross? No, no, no. Okay. This was this was filled with concrete like it was taken off of the side of a crypt. Ooh. I kid you not. So Do you still have that? I I, I don't know. <laughs> I think I got rid of it because that was just <laughs> freakish. It was just freakish. Okay, so there's the truth. So these guys are staying in our basement, and I decide to tell them about this and, and elaborate on it. So I told them everything I just told you, and I said – well, guys, and it's dark in the basement and all this. I said, guys, just a few weeks later, you know, the, in the coming weeks, I started hearing things. Okay, and, I was with James when he was telling this. Yeah, so okay. anytime, David. Okay. Uh, now that you've you the listener has put David into the, the the guy you don't know what he looks like, you've now put him into the, the scene. <laughs> anyway, so I'm telling these guys. Uh, where was I? Anyway. I said in, 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 I said in the in the coming weeks I started hearing things as I would move things in my my couch my furniture and I would just little hear little whispers and uh, they would sound something like go away not here and you know they're freaking out so uh, but then I so one day I said guys I I knew I had heard something I knew that it wasn't Jen it wasn't anybody in the house it was a voice and I knew I'd offended someone. Someone that lived in this home. <laughs> and so, guys, I, I, I decided that I would speak to the voice. And I said, what have I done? <laughs> and the voice said, you must leave. <laughs> and, now, if and, you want to tell stories like that, all you have to do is talk while you're sucking in air. It's yeah. the freakiest sounding thing you've ever but heard. The thing is, when James is telling this, you know, first teenagers were like, oh, whatever, dude. James just messed with us. They got and their eyes got bigger and bigger, and they just started being really quiet. Because they're in the basement where I'm telling this story. Their hands were on their lap like a proper person would do. Like little kindergarten kids. <laughs> <laughs> listening to the teacher. Anyway, I said, so... You know, I, I told the guys, I'm like, okay, that pretty much freaked me out. So I stayed out of the basement for a couple of days, but it's a it's a live-in basement, meaning it's carpeted. It's it's where we were going to yeah. set up. So I'd go down there. It's the same basement where we knocked and I we knocked the holes in the wall. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, and I think that was from the the pilot episode. Was that it? They haven't heard. Oh crud! Or maybe it was episode one. It was a Hallelujah story. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, a little inside baseball for those of you that have heard episode one. Anyway, so. Uh, I keep getting interrupted, dude. <laughs> Who's gotta interrupting tell story. Me, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's me. Uh, ah! That clipped. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, you went downstairs. It's living. Okay, I go. I go downstairs and I start hearing, of all things, hymns. Hymns. Oh, Sing And at this point, these are little Christian boys, okay? <laughs> so they're getting really freaked out. And so I said, guys, I said, uh, and I, I don't know, if it, those of you that go to church know that, that the hope of every Christian young boy or young girl is the name of Jesus to <laughs> yes, combat the forces of evil. So I said. It's like, I wish I was home. I wish I was home. Yeah. So, yeah, th- there's no place like home. So I said, guys, what I did is when I heard this, I heard them mocking our songs. And I said, in the name of Jesus, I want you to leave. That name means nothing to me. <laughs> and oh my God, you'd have thought I just killed their parents. Those guys just, a full body shiver went through them. Because that is like the ultimate power. <laughs> a cold breeze set into the basement. <laughs> according, to the, according to all of us. But I said, so guys, the only way. The only way that you can combat, the only thing that worked against this, sh- this spirit, this this demon thing, was using your prayer. You have to pray in tongues. You have to <laughs> use your prayer language, guys. You have to speak in an unknown tongue, and that confounds the, the enemy in it, and it leaves for a time. But, guys, you know, he doesn't hurt anything. He doesn't bother anything. He's not moving stuff. He's not messing with my wife. It's just me, and so I don't really mind it. So, guys, if you hear this tonight, if you're down here and you're trying to sleep and you start hearing, oh, man. 
I said, just just speak in your prayer language, <laughs> and if you don't have one, just make up something. <laughs> so <laughs> just totally like jack they're everything that their poor little Christian hearts hold dear. <laughs> and, and just to be clear, David and I are both Christians, so yeah. uh, we've just we've been there long enough to where you know some things are a little funny, and you have to laugh at them, otherwise. Yeah, uh, it's not it's not good. But anyway, so if you're offended, send us an email and I'll explain it all to you. But the point was to scare the mess out of these boys. So we leave the room and I'm like, David, there's got to be more. We can't, you know, because you leave them in there just to be afraid. So I went and got a torch, a propane, torch. a propane torch, a small one. And so here's what the boys hear on the other side of the room because I like this thing and they hear. <laughs> well, the thing is, that the door was closed. Yeah, we're outside the door. They're in there sleeping. We gave them like 20 minutes to go to sleep to, or try but to. You know they weren't. They were in yeah. there talking. There was a couple of them, one of them on the floor, one of them on the couch, another one on the floor. And they hear that sound, and we open the door, and this all they see is this blue flame come <laughs> dancing into the, into the room. You couldn't hear a sound. I expected them to scream or something. So in a few seconds, I felt so guilty. I just flipped the light on. As I told you, there were two on the floor, one in the bed. There was a large black teenager <laughs> hugging a small white boy. <laughs> the small white boy had definitely jumped up into the arms of this big man, this big young man. And they were holding each other like like their life depended on it. And the one boy on the floor was just quaking. He had the covers pulled over covers, his head. He, was he just looked like a mummy death. on the ground. <laughs> I can't believe we're this far into this episode and we haven't mentioned that we used to do recap songs back in the early days. Um, I don't know. We may put some of them in this show. We'll definitely put some in next if we don't. But here's a little bit. Recap songs uh, were basically we would just go through the entire show in song format, freestyle with a guitar. Usually David playing me doing the lyrics. And I was always trying to get David to sing and he never would. Um, (laughs) But when he finally did one time... I couldn't help but jack with him. Enjoy. Come on. I, I started mine. <laughs> oh, we'll go. No, forget about it. We, no, seriously. I'll shut up. I'll shut up. Go ahead, Dave. Do something. There once was a lot. Man. <laughs> Dude, I just got a cramp in my calves because I was flexing out of pure hatred. There once was my a lot. My knee back. <laughs> I was just going to say, my knee... Bent. I'm done, world. <laughs> my knee... I'm no, done. no, no, we're not. One of my favorite stories has to be uh, the story of a barrel hanging from a pine tree uh, that my brother lovingly called Torture Chamber. Enjoy this. I wanted to tell them the story of our tire swing in Yulee, Florida. Oh, the Torture Chamber. <laughs> Is that what you call it? That's what we called it. The things we're not supposed to speak Hold of. Hold on. Okay, we had this amazing rope swing. I remember it completely differently than he did because I was 10 years older. <laughs> but this pine tree was huge. I mean, that's there's only two kinds of trees in Florida, pine trees and oak trees. And this was a pine tree, 100 miles up in the air, big old giant rope hanging from the only branch this thing had. It leaned just perfectly, and it's hard to explain. But if you got in it, there was a board, okay? I'm sorry, a tire on this, on this thing, and you could uh, – sit on top of the tire, somehow get up behind the tree, push off and do flips and stuff in the air as you rotate it in a circle back to the other side of the tree where you could time it perfectly every time, put your feet on the tree and push off and go back. And we just do that for hours. Mm -hmm. That was before you were allowed to come outside, Yeah, you and John. And then after that. After that, the tire uh, fell off or something and we put a big loop at the end of this thing and realized that a 50-gallon metal drum okay, it was metal. fit okay, I forgot. perfectly in this uh, – maybe it was plastic. We had plastic ones and metal ones. I think it was a metal one though. But anyway, we, we, it fit perfectly inside this loop. And so we began to insert uh, Jonathan and David, who <laughs> must have been four, five, six yeah. years old, into this barrel and swing them around. Okay, just pushing them around, and it was fun and all this stuff. But then, David, if you remember carefully, <laughs> we began realizing that if you spun this thing hard enough in, in a circle, you know, it could make them dizzy. So we'd have fun doing that. But then we were like, no, 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 not just spinning it back and forth. Let's wind this thing up like a, like a balsa wood airplane. And, dude, we one time 
wound this thing up with them in it so tight that there were knots up in the rope. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Where there wasn't rope. It was just a series of knots. It was three or four feet higher off the ground oh, yeah. than it usually was. We had these boys in there. And we let it go, and this thing was like this. It was like a speed of light. It was like a, it was a blur. What it was a big circle, just hanging at the end of a string, and we would laugh so stinking hard. David, I want you to give. I want to give you the opportunity to explain what this was on like. My on the side inside. of the story, yes. being tortured by my old brothers and sisters inside the barrel of doom. Well, the thing is, and we started out nice and fine. We were all mean, jolly, all giggling inside like four year olds should. And then, because um, four year olds aren't supposed to and, be and tortured. Then, and then it was just like loss. The, all the grown ups went to go talk. And me and John were <laughs> sitting there next to the bucket. And they came back. Hey guys, you want to try something new? Yeah, we we want to we want to worship thy older brothers and sisters. <laughs> you guys loved us. We did. So y'all put us in the in the bucket again, and we're sitting there, and we're like, "This will be so cool, Jonathan," and all this stuff. So then they start turning us. You know, mm. it wasn't going that fast. You know, they were just round, wounding us up. Yeah, yeah. Well, after you notice your elevation, your ears start popping, and then you get <laughs> higher and higher off the ground. And then they're like, "Okay," and they let us go. Well, the thing is, when a bucket has people in it, it's pretty much sitting straight up. Right, it's yeah, like yeah, up and vertical, down, like yeah. It, yeah. So you can get out of the top of it. Well, by this thing going spinning all the way around, it was horizontal, <laughs> horizontal. to the hor- to the, to the bushes. So when we were spinning around, we saw yours, Amy's, and Leanne's faces. <laughs> We were laughing like you guys were plastered to the back. The thing we couldn't move. Centrifugal force. We couldn't move. And you guys were crying. I always see the light. I see the light, and I try to see my hand go up to the light to grab the end. It gets slapped myself in the face because of gravity slaps me. (laughs) You guys, I couldn't move. You would just be crying in the barrel. And I don't know why it seems so twisted now, but it was the funniest thing in the world. And when oh. it was over, the best part—oh, shut up! The best part is that they, they, we, the barrel would go back down to vertical again, yeah. where the opening was at the top, and the, and and they would, we'd try to get them out, and they couldn't move, and so we would just pick up the end of the barrel and dump just dump them out on the ground, and they would just <laughs> lay there, however they fell, like two rag dolls, just moaning, like oh. <laughs> We look like two old dogs that were having seizures. Every time I look up, y'all would be moving. I would try to go to y'all. <laughs> and they the would keep backing up. They would keep backing up. They were so dizzy. James, watch, watch. And you know what? The sad thing is we did that so many times. That's wonder I get woozy on roller coasters and stuff that So you'd spins. think it would have built up a tolerance. You should be able to be like an astronaut no. on that spinning gyration thing that makes people's faces bend back. You'd be like smoking a cigarette or something. Just like, yeah, turn it up, man. There's none compared to my brother. I just close my eyes and see y'all. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was so fun. Ugh. Oh, dude, that thing just spin around vertical, horizontal rather. Oh. I mean, it was parallel with the ground, dude. <laughs> you, it was, and and the the rope would be spinning so fast too that it looked like a like a like a a bowstring. If you ever take yeah, a rope yeah. and just hold it and spin it around, yeah. oh my goodness. <sighs> It was horrible, dude, because this and thing you guys is, you were sitting so there sick, going, you could, you'd hear, she <laughs> <laughs> went around, and the opening would come past your head. <laughs> but the thing is, I, and you I, couldn't hardly talk, so you didn't even know how to say our stop. Our lungs were in, in my butt cheeks. <laughs> Every time I sat down, I got out of breath. <laughs> When you laugh that hard, oh. all right. I hope you ain't driving, y'all. Yeah, uh, because y'all just ran off the road and killed your own self. <laughs> all right, we're gonna do the recap song from that episode, episode five. It's a recap of the story you just heard, and it happens to be one of my favorites. Everything just rhymed. Everything in this song just came together. Remember, this is recorded live, one time through, no edits, no redos. Um, enjoy.
All right. Well, it's time for our recap song. If you guys don't know, every week we do a recap of the show in song, live to hard drive. Here we go. Da 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 da. La da 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 da. My brother David over here doesn't have much going on. Nothing at all. Doesn't even have a lawn to mow, so he sleeps in his pajamas. Every time I call him, he has a groggy voice. <laughs> That's why he has no choice but to say there's nothing going on. And I'm not dissing you, my bro. What's up, dog? Hey, don't you know? I didn't poop on top of the flow. It's not the way I am. If it's not blinging like Sam, then I'm doing it in the can. <laughs> Don't do it on my hands. Don't trail it down the hall. I poop large and I don't poop small. I do everything so big, dog. Even my log dog. Anyway, let's move along. Different part of the recap song. Don't you know there was a 50 gallon drum that I hated from my brother who sucked his thumb till he was 15 years old? Yep. We spun that drum so tight. It was four feet up off, all right. And we let that sucker go. I think he went forward in time a minute or so. Or maybe it was back, I'm not too sure. All I know is that I had to dump him on the floor. I'm surprised he didn't puke more than he did. I guess it was because he was only four. And the gag reflex wasn't developed as much as it should have been, I reckon. It's <laughs> the way it goes. Of course, if he had thrown up, it could have been his innards. And then my mom would have called the sitter. And then she might have called the police. And then I would have been in trouble with people. And then maybe David would have gotten sick. And he would have to grow up inside a bubble. And that would be so bad. It'd make me sad. At least I wouldn't have to wear deodorant around him. That's the way it is. When you got two brothers that are smaller than you, they can't fight back, and you can do whatever you want to do. It's just the greatest thing i ever seen. A little boy frothing and spitting and drooling on himself in the back of a drum. Oh my goodness, where did that come from? Anyway, I just want to thank you, all you Murloc people from WoW. From the land of Azeroth You'd get a girl but you don't know how Yeah, 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 yeah I don't want to diss you guys Because I know you have girls I know you're married I know you have children They've just forgotten who you are Because now you're a level 49 Torrin hunter named Clydesdale And you have had three pets in your life One, you named Cat Because you didn't know what the heck you were doing and you destroyed him. Are you sure? Yes. You got one of those big, giant, ugly birds from the Barrens, and you carried him around for a while. You thought, maybe if I name him something like Perk, or Chippy, or Satan Lover, that it would work. But it didn't. Because then, with the patch, you saw those giant snakes, and you said, how the heck do I get one of those? And you tried at level 49. That snake kicked your behind. Your little pixelated butt was scattered all over the floor. I walked by your skeleton the other day. Actually, it was your corpse. You didn't even have the decency to res. You just logged off and cried, and you know you did, because deep down inside, you know you need to be with that little girl that you had with your daughter. What about the little girl you had with your daughter? Beep! This is a clean podcast, Michael. You can tell people about church. <laughs> tell people at church about it. Anyway, let me wrap this up. Let me wrap this up. John, thank you for the poop song. For the story I made into a poop song. 
thank you all of you that are going to go on the Frapper map and tell us where you live so we can borrow dollars from you. Notice we don't have a PayPal link because we're not going to do that, I think. Anyway, go to the forums. Don't ignore them. Post something about Lorem from the WoW plugin podcast vidcast. David doesn't know what I'm talking about. He doesn't even know what a Murloc Absolutely is. Absolutely nothing. That's the way it goes, my brother man. You made me laugh so day so hard. I thought I would have a conniption. And then I would have to go swimming to make sure it didn't go. And I'm calling out to you. This is a call. This is a call out. Because every time I fall out. I gotta run back to you And I'm losing all control now And the hazard signs are all out I'm asking what I'm asking what this life Is all about Anyway It's all about It's all about Please show me what this life it's all about that was beautiful oh wow one of the things i love the most is when we think you know when we've planned out the show we think we know what we're going to talk about and it turns out that the main story isn't even the main story it's the build-up to the main story it's the story behind the story and the first time that happened was in episode eight called the phone line okay future story i call it the phone line i just made that up the line part and uh, so I was in seventh grade, and I, I got grounded for like two months off the phone. For what'd you do? <laughs> I don't know if I could tell you. <laughs> I killed birds. <laughs> I didn't feed them for like two weeks. <laughs> You're terrible. Mom raised birds, okay? Yeah. She raised a lot of birds, and you didn't feed them for two weeks, and they died? Yeah. That's horrid. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. It's pretty bad. And how long did you get grounded? No, no, no. Let's ask me how many birds did I kill. Okay, how many birds? Like did ten. <laughs> cockatiels. Big ones? No, no, no. cockatiels, oh. not cock- cockatoos. Cockatiels. Cockatiels were the were our big birds. Oh dude. yeah, the long ones with yeah. the thing that comes up the forehead. <laughs> you killed them. Like ten of them, dude. It was like D Day. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> because, because I finally got around to go doing it, and I'm like. <laughs> And then, and, and then you see one, and then you see one fly, and he just goes straight down. That was his last flight. Oh, oh my god, that's horrible! Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, anyways, wait, wait, wait. I, your story. Who cares about your story? This is the story. But I got two points. How many weeks did you get restriction? Two months for eight oh. weeks. That's pretty good. I thought you said two weeks. No, no, no. So let's do the division. That's less than one week a bird. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, pretty good. Pretty good ratio. You got off pretty good. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, do you want to still Mom, talk about the birds? Y- no, Mom would have killed me. She came in. I was supposed to go to a. a you had it school. so much easier than no, I no, did. No, it was hard. <laughs> I was supposed to go to a dance at school that night. Ooh. You Mom, were allowed to go to dances. I wasn't and allowed Mom to go. Mom called me and said, Oh, no, Mom called the office and told them. David goes straight home, ride the bus home, mm. and then they found the note and all the little caskets. You're a bird killer, dude. All the little caskets. I had to bury the caskets. <laughs> yeah, there's no bird I had, caskets. I take a bird feather and stick it where, where the, it was buried. <laughs> this one was Frodo. <laughs> this one was Jimmy. <laughs> so, yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I, I, I didn't <laughs> told you this one, did I? God no, okay. dude. This is terrible. I told you that's why I was like, uh, should I tell I feel so guilty laughing. Stinking PETA yeah. activists are gonna be stalking <laughs> you. You're talking about stalkers. Oh my so god. I got, I got grounded for two months. You got off easy, homie, I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I didn't even get Mom got soft or anything. <laughs> Mom got soft over the years because yeah. Uh, anyway, well, I'm just glad there. You know, I counted ten. I called some white guy the N word when I was a kid. Okay, mm-hmm. didn't even know what it meant, and she bare butt whooped me. Okay, then I had to write scriptures for like a month and till my hand hurt. I never did that. Okay, and that was just that. And 
I wasn't even on purpose. Here, you purposefully kill birds over the course of how many weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. And you, We're averaging five a week. You didn't get a spanking? No. You just... Uh, anyway, you missed a dance. Well, I wasn't well, even allowed to go is, to dances, and I never even did nothing I wrong. truly believe that, that mom birthed the evil out of her first, and then right at the end, the grace <laughs> came out, and the love, and the good. Dude... <laughs> Don't even we push got it. Yin and yang here. You don't even know. You All don't right. even know. We had two different moms, dude. I'm telling you, <laughs> we actually did it. We had two different dads, but man, I'm telling you, my mom and your mom were two different ladies. Yeah, that's what Liam anyway, says. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, so tell I, the real story. God, now that I've survived that, <laughs> I got grounded okay. for two months. And uh, I just can't I imagine anything that's going to be better than that. I wasn't allowed to talk on the phone Ooh. or go on the internet and Ooh. all that stuff. They had the internet back then. See, they had no internet when I was a kid. <laughs> so uh, when mom was at work one day and John was, playing, John was playing Sega, uh-huh. I ran my own phone line into my room <laughs> so I could talk on the phone. When nobody- How did you do this? I knew how to do it. Did you go up under the house? Yeah, up under the house. John you could hear him up above me. Yeah, I was playing Sager or something. So I knew what room he was in, and then go four different, you yeah. know, two feet from there, and I know where I was. Okay. So I drilled and everything. <laughs> it was like MacGyver, dude, at like thirteen. Drill a little hole, you know. I stop, wait for Jonathan, pauses his game. <laughs> He's listening. I'm pausing it. He's hearing stuff. Pause. Well, see, it's important to mention that the entire house was up on concrete blocks. So David had like a good three feet of space to go underneath the house at any point. And it was hardwood floors. And and the possums helped me out. (laughs) Dude, I got to cough like a beast. Go ahead. Okay. So uh, I drilled a hole in everything and uh, ran a 30-foot line into my room. Where'd you get the phone line from? You know how that place is. There's tons of stuff, dude. There was like Cat 5 cable. Cat 5 cable wasn't invented (laughs) back then. (laughs) It was there. So anyway, I hooked it up. I had my own phone. I hit, hit it. I planned this for like months. Like once I knew I was getting grounded, I hit a little phone, a little extra phone underneath my bed, <laughs> some cable and all that stuff. So then once I got it, I hooked it up to my phone. I hooked it up to the main uh, phone board uh-huh. in, outside. And uh, I was like, okay, the mission will go down at 0900. Actually, 2100. <laughs> and uh, when John's fast asleep and mother's on the other side of the room. Yes. Okay, all that stuff. So uh, I, uh, I, I, I called my girlfriend, Alana. Uh-huh. I was like, hey, Alana, what's going on? And, and, then you, and then you hear Jonathan move in the other room. I'm like, dang it. I was like, hold on one second. <laughs> hold on, Alana, one minute. John walks down to the bathroom. You hear him. <laughs> Comes out of the bathroom. Farts, go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey, hey, yeah, yeah, I love you too. Oh, I so I was, I was wondering who was so important. <laughs> it was my ex, it was my girlfriend. Your ex. One of them. And uh, so so I, I did this like three nights in a row. Uh-huh. Okay, the fourth night, I, uh-huh. it was the most unlucky one. <laughs> I'm like, hey, hey, what's going on? What's going on, girl? I said, no, no, not much. Hold on. <laughs> John, John, John just got up. <laughs> Wait for him to go to bed. <laughs> Come back, fart, go back to sleep. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, it was him. And, and somehow I cracked up, and I started laughing. You hear, on my door. I'm like, hold on, hold on. I try to stash the foam on the other side of the bed and everything. And just like, I know you got a phone in there. I know you got a phone in there. Yeah, yeah, turn me in. So it was like 11 o'clock at night. And so he ran my, I'm telling mom tomorrow. I'm telling mom tomorrow. And so uh, I uh, went to school the next morning, came home. Mom had taken the phone and ripped it out of the wall. Oh, my God. <laughs> Broke my phone. I got though. She wrapped everything up and threw it away or something. But my two and a half hours of labor <laughs> was worth more than that. <laughs> so it was pretty crazy. <coughs> but, um, but, yeah, uh, so mom, mom was really impressed. I knew how to run a phone line. But she wasn't that impressed to leave it there. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, she beat up everything. It was great. And with that, that's going to wrap up this episode of uh, Nobody's Listening, our recap episode, I suppose. And I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you so much to our sponsors, Carrillo, Dean, King, Roman, The Doc. Thank you. Uh, uh, What is it? GoToMeeting.com. 
Uh, thank you to our spouses and our sponsors. Thank you to all the folks that have written in and emailed in. We're going to put a few of your of your voicemails at the end of the show. And uh, well, guys, we'll see you next week for another uh, recap episode. Peace out. Remember, hey, 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 remember, uh, when you're telling a story, tell it like nobody's listening. The NLCast fun doesn't have to end. Join us online at nlcast.com for features, forums, webcomics, and all the social networking connections you can handle. Share your stories and comments via email. Nobody's listening to us at gmail.com or call them in at 816-298-0823. You're listening to Nobody's Listening. So what does that make you? Are there any zombies on your lawn, my friend? Well, there's apparently a zombie on my bum, or there's a zombie on my lawn. Uh, The hit game that's not even released yet. I mean, that's three minutes of my life. I'm never getting back. It was actually (laughs) two minutes and 39 seconds. But anyway. Hello! Hello! I saw bits and pieces of a brain on the wall. I like your tricycle. He's going to grow up and be my mom. I think renegade is a pretty strong word for banana hurdlers, okay? A bandolier of bananas, even. But I love you, man. I came to camp to get Jesus, and I got bruised. I'm assuming it's a Christian camp, because only Christians do stupid things like this. Everybody else sneaks out to drink. This is the coolest thing we could do that's bad. We'll send somebody in to butter mom up. Explain to the other mother, or to the mother. It was too mom. Told you it was a Christian camp. Speaking of Christian camp, uh, this uh, episode is brought to you by GoToMeeting. Please don't delete me. I'm sorry. As long as you don't have any bad stuff bookmarked, you're okay. Product demo. I didn't know how to spell er. And there's this unicorn that comes on. Super Mario Brothers. No. Poco Loco. Dead Rising. Dead Right. No. Uh, rhinoplasty. What's Grand this? Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's something to do with pinatas. I don't want to read no dumb text. And I, and I finally did silence Tiki. Tiki is silenced with duct tape. Butter on my head. Can you say that on the show? We put the toilet seat down in this house. No, I've got my iPod on and I'm not listening. Get it? Because nobody's listening. And yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, clean cast. One of the many tools of the devil. Dude, I am the king of segues, okay? You lit liquor. Hey, we're not professional at all. We're crappy as an X-Pie guy. Tigger English Muffin. Okay, we forgive you. Boy, you we get preaching, and that little stump would go to fly in. I said, Jason, man, I think I've got to let one go. <laughs> I let out what I thought was just going to be a little squeaker. It wasn't a squeaker. Pastor going, right around, spit flying, and he gets quiet, and then, and it just echoed. I just remember being there all by myself all of a sudden. Something was running off, that's for sure. I, I sound dumb, y'all. Seashells are for cows. Don't you know anything, Fodots? Participation, precipitation, tiny squat. I'm not wearing any pants. Fail. Dang it. <laughs> See, I love the freaking die part myself. Uh, nobody's listening. Yes, dear! Hello, James. This is the devil calling. I just got finished listening to episode 70, and now I have a whole lot of dirt on you. <laughs> Greetings, gentlemen of NL Cats. This is Brett D. Ennis from New Hampshire. Um, this took place a couple months ago, and really it's a simplistic story, but the context of it makes it amazing. Um, it was it was a nice evening, and I was putting together a salad. My wife had just gotten home, and she went into our room to change. Uh, she came out wearing my favorite sweatshirt, and um, which was fine. I find that adorable. And I'm, I'm working on the counter space to the right of our sink, tearing up some lettuce and putting it in a big bowl. And I said, hey, babe, would you mind cutting up some vegetables on the counter space to the left of our sink? And she said, fine. Obviously, I'm very specific when I request things of her. I don't know why I added all those details. And... Um, there were a couple eggs that I had hard-boiled, and she said, hey, did you boil these eggs? And I said, yes. And she said, did you cook them well enough, which is a standard wife question. And I said, yes, I did. So she brings up, well, isn't it crazy that when you squeeze an egg, you can't break it if you just squeeze it in one hand, which is a, a popular thing that people know of. And I said, yes, that is crazy. Then we were silent for a few minutes. She's chopping vegetables, and I'm breaking up lettuce, and I see it in the corner of my eye. And it doesn't really register then. But in retrospect, it's pretty funny. I see her drop the vegetables and put down the knife and kind of eyeball the eggs for a minute. So I just keep breaking up lettuce and 
I see her pick up one of the eggs, and I, again, am not really paying attention. I hear a snap and kind of a squirt. And I look to the left, and my wife is frozen with egg all over her face, all over her hair, all over our fridge that incidentally was right behind her, all over the front of my favorite sweatshirt. And she's frozen and just kind of turns her head slightly to look at me. And it's funny because, obviously, squeezing the egg, that whole situation doesn't count when the egg is hard-boiled. And the other thing that we found out was I had not fully cooked the eggs because it squirted everywhere. It was all over our kitchen. And it was the funniest thing that had happened for a while. Thank you so much for this podcast. God bless. Out. Hey, James. It's Manya from New Orleans, Louisiana. Woo! And um, I have a story comment and plug for my own podcast. So, but um, the story is kind of embarrassing, but... um. I was on my very first date ever, and we were going to go see Monsters vs. Aliens. Don't laugh. I know. It's kind of lame. And so um, my boyfriend uh, is, like, holding my hand, and my hand starts twitching. So it's kind of the worst way ever to find out that your hand twitches when you're nervous. Um, I really like the show, and uh, keep going. Another 100, then 100, and another 100. So I'm going for 400 for y'all. I think y'all should do 400 shows. Um and also, if you like Tudor history, listen to my own podcast, Tudor Nerd. Woo! Um, that's about it. See ya. Nobody's listening. It is awesome. I'm Miss David a lot, but Trevor is awesome. James tells really funny stories. And no cast is never boring. Hey guys, this is Jeff Roney and from California, and I have a story. So I'm in an Easter production at my church. I'm actually not in this production. I was in the audience. They were showing the crucifixion. Jesus was on this cross. The Jesus character was being held on by these ropes around the cross. For some reason, but Jesus fell off the cross in front of a church full of people. So there, of course, was shock. I'm thinking to myself, what if kids were watching this and then all of a sudden turn their parents and say, is this what happened? Uh, you know, does the pastor run out and say, well, ladies and gentlemen, oh, let's go out to eat all of us. You know, what do you do? But the next thing that happened was even more interesting is his girlfriend was in the choir, and so she turned and said, Honey, are you all right? And I'm hoping that Dan Brown wasn't in the audience at that point, and then he started furiously writing, See, you know, maybe that did happen. But it was a really surreal, strange situation to watch that whole thing transpire. And I've always threatened my grandma that I'm going to get that tape. My grandma started praying and said if I did it, I'd be in trouble with God or something, so... I won't do that. But anyway, I wanted to tell you the story. Jake Han, I eat for dear. Jake Han, I eat for dear. Just for you that, just for you that don't know, that is, I have news for you in Norwegian. Broke you. <laughs>